0: Yeah, there it is. Like every good dad, he has to go to the store and uh, never comes back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you give your blowing to (laughs) someone else, all right, bud? (laughs) I didn't even know what you were talking about.
1: The authorities are coming to pick you up. Horrible Italian stereotypes with the hands.
0: You don't have to speak, (laughs) just move your hands a lot. (laughs) Really? Well, everybody in england had fun working yesterday
2: <laughs> freaking tea drinking losers
1: <laughs> here we go it's time that same time again for mission impossible mission review where we're reviewing and recapping the first four mission impossible movies part of a bigger thing of review a thons in the future so tell us what you want is it a little spidey a little x-men a little bond maybe Ooh. Tell us, but I'm here. I'm Brian, and we're with you know, <laughs> should I okay, Brad the Bad and Aaron the Parrot. I asked you on better nicknames, and then I forgot. But we're here live streaming to talk about Mission Impossible 3. Guys, got some quick first thoughts. We'll, we'll have more after the trivia, but what'd you think?
2: Go ahead, Brian.
0: Um. <laughs> I thought, it was, I thought it was entertaining. I mean, I don't think there's... I think there are some things that could have been buttoned up a little bit better. Um, but I think that we probably have said that about every one of these movies so far. Um, but I would say overall entertaining. I think they're finally starting to get in the swing of things of how they want the movies to kind of... The t- general tone of the movie and the general flow of the movies to go. I think they're starting to hit their stride. Um, I think this is really going to set up for future movies and how they want to handle action sequences, the um multiple face-offs uh, that they have in every movie now and just kind of getting their like their groove kind of like how james bond took two or three movies to get in their groove and now it's pretty much as a staple i think we're hitting that that sense of this is where we want to be all right cool let's run with this formula so i think mm-hmm. they're finally starting to get that mixture down um but overall entertaining movie nice
2: yeah i agree um i i definitely think that this this one is definitely setting the status quo for what mission future mission impossible movie installments will become um the look of this movie i think is great um you know i mean J-J-J oh no Irons the makes intern- everything look fantastic right. um and yeah like uh, i will say though like i saw this movie like for the first time a while back and rewatching it, I, I don't think, I think I remembered it better than it actually was not saying it was bad because it was very entertaining. Um, but I remember Philip Seymour Hoffman being so much more of like a force in this movie. And he wasn't that, I mean, he, he was, but he, not to the, you know, memory of a child that I had, um, and still have, um, But yeah, like there was definitely some things that they could have done better, but I was, I was entertained. I had a great time.
1: Nice. Yeah. I can see what you're both saying of like, I I personally really think it is the alias being injected into this, like the show that JJ Abrams was working on that draw drew uh, Tom Cruise's attention at the time really helped kind of smooth out a lot of the rough edges that when, Tom Cruise was still figuring out what the movies would be. I think for me, ghost protocol helped. Let me put it this way. This one made the foundation rock solid and then ghost protocol built on it. The only thing I think that was really missing from this movie in terms of the formula we've got today, Aaron, Aaron, I'm actually so excited for you to find out uh, is the real stunts because uh, one of the sequences here that looks very impressive is like a green screen stage with pads underneath it and we'll get to it uh during the plot but Mm -hmm. if that was done in a mission movie today they'd be like oh no we're in uh i don't know where it was let's say tokyo (laughs) no we're in tokyo either we're in tokyo or we're diving from the skies in dubai and putting cgi tokyo in as the ground but really nothing more than that uh and ooh, thank thank uh thank mission that this was the first lens flare, flare movie because <laughs> i remember during star trek into darkness jj wife yelled at him i can't even see the actress's face in this shot <laughs> so many lens flares i think if he this was his like third film uh, if the order was reversed or shaken around, then this movie might be unwatchable with all the lens players. But other than that, I think it had some really good stuff and we finally uh, resolved. I won't finish that because it might be a hint for a spoiler for Aaron and I don't want to do that to him, but I'll, I'll mention it when we get to uh, when we get there in the future. But Brad, do you have trivia? I do. And they all kind of tagged... Ooh. Sorry, I planned this cringy thing for Mission Two, and I didn't do it. Said <laughs> I just remembered. It's time for Bradley, Bradley, Bradley Cooper's trivia. Ours is much sexier than Bradley Cooper. <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> <do it. laughs> All right, sorry.
0: So I've got a I've got a pretty pretty nice plan going on here. So mm-hmm. question number one: uh, At the beginning of the movie, Ethan gets a phone call and he has a chance to win a trip, where was that trip going to? Or where was the opportunity for him to go to?
2: I think I have a guess. Dubai.
0: Was Dubai a thing at this point? I don't know if Dubai was know. a... Machu Picchu. For
1: some reason, I'm I'm feeling like guessing
0: Bermuda. But I know N- nope. that's wrong. It was Mex- Mexico. 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 <laughs>
1: Okay, if 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 this had been a week ago, I might have gotten it, because I watched this movie so many times for this. All right.
0: Uh, question number two, on that same phone call, mm-hmm. who was the phone call voiced by?
1: Oh, yeah. Aaron, do you want to say?
2: J.J. Abrams.
1: Oh, wait. No, it's not. It's I was going to say Dr. Manhattan, but it's not him. Hmm. Ooh, is it stunt casting? Is it something at the time was stunt casting?
0: But no. Okay. It, all right. I don't know. Ooh, it was J.J. J. Abrams. Oh. Hey. Cool. I had to nice. get a straight face. Not the last I'm Guessing
2: time. wildly, eventually you get the right answer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I was never going to guess. Uh, or, yeah. I guess if you're talking. Well, if about it's it, a J.J.
2: Oh. J. Abrams movie, it's got it like, you know, the immediate thought would be greg grunberg but he's in the movie so I was like, <laughs> it's not him it's probably just jj himself
1: nice not the last time that a director will voice something in terms of the mission nice
0: Ooh. Ooh, ominous <laughs> um jj also makes a cameo in this movie do you know when and where jj makes that cameo
1: like an on-screen cameo
0: on-screen cameo
2: I guess is Probably so. It's either at the party or at the end, like in like the village where they are, where like the final like act takes place.
1: I'm going to guess that he's in the recording booth thingy where uh, where Ethan on the other side is getting his Hannibal Lecter on when he's in custody.
0: Yeah, that's I have no idea.
1: Oh, it could be the hospital too.
0: It it was, it was the hospital.
2: Okay. Was so, he, was he, he the, under the, the minister at the wedding?
0: No, yeah. he was, he okay. was, Um, he was taking a phone call in the back when um Tom Cruise starts rushing through looking for his wife, and the, mm. the, the second hospital scene. Um, so he was in the background on the phone. Damn, mm-hmm.
1: I would have loved if in that shot he was playing the wife underneath the sheet. <laughs> that would have been even better. <laughs> that would have been a good <laughs> yeah. piece of trivia.
0: Just like uh, the cable guy with um, Jim Carrey in the background of, as he's getting wheeled out. He's a mm-hmm. firefighter in the background.
1: <laughs> yep, Fire Marshal Bill. Oh, for, I, my therapist told me about Fire Marshal Bill. I've seen one <laughs> sketch.
2: It's If you've seen one of them, you've seen all of them. It's pretty much the same sketch.
1: <laughs>
0: gotcha. And my last and final piece of trivia here. Come on, I got to get this one. <laughs> oh, you so you should, because I think this is going to lead you pretty well into the script. Um, What is the rabbit's foot?
1: Hmm. Aaron?
2: There's no answer given.
1: Not in this movie, but... In the next movie, it's an actual rabbit's foot on a keychain, and I don't know what the right answer is because um, Aaron for is m- correct. Yeah,
0: for movie, it is, it is in not
1: in the fourth one; it's the fifth one. Oh, that's it! Really? Yeah,
0: yeah. They <laughs> never say what it is. They never say what it is, and they and and Tom Cruise even like directly asked, like, "What is it?" He's like, "Oh, you'll find out later." I like cuz
2: they're cuz they're trying to figure out I think what it is or they're or they hear about it and then that's when like I think Simon Pegg is talking about the anti-god and for a second you're like oh it's the anti-god that's going to be crazy and it's not at all it's mm. literally nothing
1: no I confirmed
2: well it's something we just don't know what it is it's like the briefcase in pulp fiction you never see what's in it
1: Honestly, the most accurate answer might be it's J.J. Abrams's mystery box. It's the mystery
2: box, yeah.
1: Because while I love this for education purposes, technically, the knocklist is a MacGuffin. Technically, uh, Chimera is a MacGuffin. This is just a even more vague MacGuffin. <laughs> 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 oh, that's pretty fair. All right, uh, any more first thoughts that warrant a little more discussion than the teaser we had in the beginning? nope i'm good all right uh then wh- are you ready for your mission if i already forgot my question if that's not impossible you say impossible all i hear is i'm possible oh yeah the crickets cricket noise cricket noise <laughs> Yeah, there it is. That you know what? We're just gonna say cricket noise, but it's always on this podcast to me it's a booze. <laughs>
2: I'll have a cricket noise next week, I promise.
1: No, I have, honestly at this point, please don't. I'm not <laughs> <Okay. even> kidding. <laughs> this is the quirk of the show. All right. Uh it makes more sense to see it written down. Mission Impossible 3 starts by wasting Philamy's. Seymour Hoffman or PSH and I'm, I'm not kidding I s- didn't understand what you meant by that explanation last time and Pish. typed it down <laughs> as the intro villain of the film other people they waste Michelle Monaghan who is amazing in True Detective and Messiah on Netflix check that one out uh, also Eddie Marsan, who played a henchman in Hancock and a kidnapped scientist in Hobbs and Shaw okay this series is stealing everything from Hobbs and Shaw moving on uh, they're chit chatting. Wait, okay. I wrote that down, and still, I'm like, they stole the plot and one of the actors from this movie. Or no, never mind. Shut up. <laughs> I'm telling myself, shut up.
0: <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw was was well was well after this movie, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. I just keep.
0: Joking okay. about it in reverse. Oh, okay, no, I was it, like, Wait. But, I was like, I know it's relatively new, but this movie's not not yeah. new.
2: Maybe Dwayne Johnson can travel through time. I don't
0: know. <laughs> he's got a lot of money. He's, he's oh, actually
2: Jason Statham can travel through time. It's
0: the <laughs> Rubik's Cube problem. People are getting so fast at solving the Rubik's Cube. Eventually, they're going to start solving it <laughs> in zero time. We're going to start going backwards yeah. in time.
2: They're going to th- start furiously solving the Rubik's Cube after that.
1: But serious talk, I'm ready for every mission movie after this to, for me to find out that Hobbs and Shaw took one element from it. They took the plot from two, or they took an actor from three. I'm so excited to see what they take from uh, uh, Ghost Protocol. Anyway, they're chit-chatting about a key ring lucky charm. Even I, even I had a rabbit's foot as a kid. Psh wants it from Tom Cruise and he's willing to kill Michelle Monahan to get it. They talk about a plane. Have they met before? Then, all right, I'll stop pretending like this is, then Psh shoots Monahan in the leg. Ethan tries appealing to Psh's better side and kind of need a better side to be appealed to. So that was actually a rookie move, Ethan. Monahan dies. Then we get so many fuses with no trailer. Uh, great. Jeez. Glad everyone's ignoring that Brian De Palma's silly amateur sophomoric idea of showing a trailer in the movie. Monahan lives? Damn it. So instead of a trailer, they just spoiled the whole movie. Wow. Oh, at least they didn't waste those actors. Ew. So Ethan and Julia, that's Monahan's character, are, making an array, an engage, are having an engagement party. Julia's sister makes a toast that's kind of, let me talk about me, <laughs> but <laughs> sticks the landing and is sweet. The guy from Heroes thinks Ethan is boring and two random ladies are attracted to Ethan's passion. The movie follows the age-old tell-don't-show rule by having her and her friends, quite naturally, I might add, exposit about how adventurous Julia is, and she met Ethan snowboarding after dropping from a helicopter. Not gonna lie, I prefer the Mr. and Mrs. Smith uh, intro but Ethan invades Julia's privacy by reading her lips and the lips of her friends and then shows the social grace of a cucumber by giving away that he was listening in shows us that this shows us that he can read lips. I'm sure it won't be relevant later. We learn she's a nurse. I'm sure that won't be relevant later. Breaking Bad Jr. is Ethan Hunt's future brother-in-law. I have seen like four episodes of that movie, so please don't spoil it (laughs) or show uh, Breaking Bad. Ethan gets a call from a telemarketer and hangs up without saying anything. Then he dumps out the ice and tells his future wife, Julia, they ran out of ice and he has to go, that liar! At Product Placement Headquarters, 7-Eleven, Ethan meets a guy and they have a shady meeting. How did Ethan know where to meet him? It's classified. Or just kidding. Maybe the planned meeting spot is always 7-Eleven. Or Mexico. Is the code for 7-Eleven? I wish I had read this before today. I would have got one of the questions right. Uh, <laughs> has this podcast been sponsored by 7-Eleven? To keep mentioning 7-Eleven, I'll never tell. Actually, it would be legal if I.
2: Now would have been the perfect time to hold up Slurpees. Honestly, See, that
1: would have been great, but we're not actually sponsored.
0: <laughs> and and like every like every good dad, he uh, has to go to the store and never comes back. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, my God, I've been a horrible father this whole time. (laughs) (laughs) And my biological father was excellent. Uh, (laughs) Good thing this 7-Eleven has so many cameras, by the way. Also, I'm starting... I'm just going to start this by listing every brand I recognize in these shots. Big Gulp, Pringles, Lays, Ritz, Oreo, Baby Ruth, Payday, Coors Light, Bud Light. I'm not sure about the beers. Uh, ben and Jerry, 7-Eleven, Marshawn Instant Lunch, Reese's, Coke, Snickers, Kodak, Miller Light. Uh, definitely one of those beers is wrong. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, anyway, an agent, Ferris, has been taken and friend of Ethan, played by dr manhattan is trying to recruit him ethan says no friend says okay but oh, leaves no. him with a codec <laughs> that will give ethan what
2: you froze for a second
1: okay you froze when you left and i was like i don't know if i can't hear him talking because the internet did something <laughs> um and but leaves him with Kodak product placement that will give Ethan the business, and by the business, I mean the mission briefing, which again follows the trend of friend-slash-boss of IMF agent giving the briefing. This time, that friend, Musgrave, has put himself on camera to out himself as IMF that Ethan had to pay for that Kodak camera. Otherwise, he, would, he could be arrested for shoplifting. Agent Ferris was kidnapped by Owen Davian, Philip Seymour Hoffman, and three more members who are outed as IMF agents are Declan Gormley, Shen Lei, and Luther Stickle. Musgrave calls them Ethan's team, not IM Force. So that's... I don't think they did it to either. Um, Ethan has a nightmare about Agent Ferris and makes up some bullshit. To his yeah, but a surprise. cover for the rescue mission he'll be on Ethan rides a motorcycle to an airfield it's a version one uh that jj James will do again in the 2009 star trek film uh ethan meets up with his team and luther has fighter swagger for the first time i've seen in these movies like it, as in it feels like he's ready to jump into the ring at any time uh given real rocky vibes kind of yeah
0: uh, on- but, but still wearing some sweet, um, what penny loafers or <laughs> there were some, some high end shoes. Yeah. He's some not on. on like- <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I it? don't like Louis Vuitton shoes. They were like slide ons
1: Yeah. He's not on a fixed income yet. Uh, it's just comes with age, but tr- on the rescue mission, Luther has x-ray vision, super guns, uh, Ethan sneaky sneaky sneaks in and Luther does a we need to bicker about your relationship with J.J. Abrams w- would remake and Star Trek into darkness, but worse. It's the part where um Uhura is bickering with Spock about the fact that he'd r- be cool, dying, even though they're in a relationship, and it's just the uh, the worst time ever. And I think everybody shit on that scene. Anyway, Ethan finds Agent Ferris in the clutches of the great actor who was an extra in the opening spoiler scene. Ethan blows some bombs. Shen Li blows an EMP, which basically does nothing because they're still using electronics afterwards, <clears throat> and there's lights everywhere. Declan Gormley starts a helicopter from very far away. I, that's going to mess with me, that Gormley name. like <laughs> <Gormley. laughs> I think J.J. Abrams' strategy was, okay, let's get an international cast. He's Irish? <laughs> Woo! What's the most Irish name possible? She's Asian? Let's go. Shenley. Yep. Um, Perfect. 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 Done. No notes. Next, <laughs> uh, Ethan, you'd unhand- be like, "Are you sure that was the first of a hundred names? We got a Sharon in there." No, no. We have. There's We're- no time. We have to get to <laughs> shooting right now. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get back to direct the next episode of Alias, but this has a one week to film the whole thing. Don't you understand <laughs> how TV works? Um, Ethan unhandcuffs Julia and does heart surgery on her. It's Oh, I wrote Julia. No, nope. Agent Ferris. <laughs> I was, I was genuinely like, "What the fuck am I doing?" <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Zen Lei does a jump through a window to escape a grenade move, like Captain America: Winter Soldier, but not as good. Where that was character story, character and story motivated. This is just action, uh, preceded by a convenient <sighs> <laughs> before the guy drops the uh, grenade. Agent Ferris tries to get Ethan to turn off his transmitter. She's got a bowl of secret O's, but gun blast interrupts them, then gun blast. Then they gun blast the gun blast and are almost out of bullets when Ethan says he has enough uh, bullets before shooting one and saying, now I'm out. Uh, if not for the end editing, it would land as a really cool moment. Uh, I thought it was cool the first time, but cutting away from him doing the shot and then seeing the guy... Fall out the window and then cut back to now I'm out and then he splats is just a little weird for me. I, I know I'm getting into the weeds right here, but if he shot him, then we saw the guy crash to the window and then crash onto the ground and then we come back. He's like, now I'm out. Mm. That would have worked for me, but you know, TV schedule, TV schedule.
0: <laughs> I mean, I think it would have been funnier if he would have landed on somebody, so he would have killed two and two with one bullet. <laughs> and they like, I'm out. <laughs> uh we we, we never talked about what um tom cruise's ethan hunt's um day day job was oh yeah he
1: oh yeah why didn't i mention this because it comes into play later on at least based on the light the Fuse podcast but brad would you like to say since i've been
0: (gasps) talking Um, I, i don't remember exactly what what the title was but basically he studies traffic patterns and it gets him out of a conversation earlier at the at the party because the lady was just like great i'm out here that is terrifically boring i do not want anything to do with that
1: (laughs) yeah he uh he i one, i really like how genial is because he finishes that by saying can i freshen that up for you and he remembers the drink and then checks on the ladies like yeah ladies um but yeah good fiance yeah He's, uh, he's a great host. Uh, honestly, I think that character reflects uh, Tom Cruise maturity-wise on a set. Uh, oh, we've got some comments. Just really good. XO Crafty, where is my money? His day job is making all his wife's friends jealous. <laughs> 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 so true, brother. <laughs> oh, oh, that's sure. great. I don't know what the money thing is. Talk to, talk to Aaron. Um, I don't
2: know. But, I, I have no idea.
1: <laughs> but you can win stuff like a limited edition Mission Impossible Blu-ray that I now misplaced <laughs> uh, for a, free.
0: <laughs> it's a very classified and inf- classified location.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's around here. I got two of
2: them. Or Blu-ray. Should you choose to locate it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> but go to movies and you can get it for free. Uh, so maybe that'll cover Aaron's debt to you. I don't know what, what the, you're talking about with the money. Um, uh, any primes in the chat, but yeah, he, he works for the city and he, he helps, I think, lay out the traffic, the like the red lights and
0: green lights and that whole schedule maybe the traffic, traffic patterns and then because that's how he gets out of you know doing whatever with his wife because he was laying in bed and he's like oh i've got a conference i've got to go to i'll be gone for three days
1: She's yeah. like, oh
0: you're starting to get a lot of these conferences uh what's the deal here
1: <laughs> yeah so last second and everything yeah because he says uh if you tap the brakes on the highway you can track the ripple effects by two miles or something and yeah that's his passion but it does come in Later and ooh, look at that. It's his eighth month resub to Aaron. Woo
0: yeah. yeah Yeah.
1: <laughs> I love it. One more, uh, you guys have a kid. Hi. Yay. In the contracts. <laughs> Brad, stop ruining Aaron's bag. It's 250 It's $2.50. <laughs> Anyone hears that and has a brain, they're going to stop because <laughs> it costs a quarter million dollars or $350,000 to raise a kid. Uh, anyway. Ethan helps agent Ferris up and she does an unnecessary extra spin to get in front of him, but then steps behind him. It's strange. Oh, wait, I, uh, I think I skipped a little bit. No, I didn't. Um, oh yeah. Ethan repels on Luther onto Luther's truck with agent Ferris hanging on to him. Then Ethan blows up the place. They left Luther speeds away with them on top of the truck. They meet up with Declan's helicopter and while dismounting the truck, Agent Ferris does another unnecessary dance spin around Ethan. De- this is 100% the TV in JJ uh, in Abrams. He's just wanting to add motion to the scene and hope general audiences don't care or notice, which uh, fair enough. I didn't notice until I was going through this movie second by freaking second. Then she gets a little headache. The guy is try treating it with MIDOL, but I don't think that's what's happening, fellas. It's it's like two thousand six. You gotta get a little more a little more mature with that. Uh hand the hand her Tylenol first. Um They find out it's an explosive charge that was shot up her brain. They get a defibrillator ready to neutralize the explosive. This happens while an attack helicopter chases their helicopter through a windmill farm. It's awesome. I'm not even kidding. (laughs) Like I love this sequence. Uh, Zen Lei almost falls out. The other helicopter rear ends a windmill blade and goes blowy. God, that sounds
0: dirty. <laughs> Age Affairs, not only we're not doing phrasing anymore. What, what is this? What is I, this?
1: Hey, we're you were drinking free. water. You lost it. <laughs> Very poor choice of words.
0: <laughs> yeah, you give your blowing to someone else. All right, bud.
1: Hey, phrasing.
2: Man, if, you, if you're giving a blow to somebody in a helicopter, hopefully they can afford
1: it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't, and I don't want to follow. I don't want to <laughs> ask. It sounds scary. <laughs> <laughs> I am so confused. <laughs> it's so weird being on this side of it. Uh, Agent Ferris not only knew they were going to defibrillate her brain, she told them to and thanked Ethan for saving her life. But at four seconds, she dies. The countdown and ready of the defibrillator become the final heartbeat and pulse of Agent Ferris. It is tragically beautiful. Um, I'm not even kidding. I want to do a whole video about this sequence. It's, it's, I love this sequence. Uh, Julia comforts Ethan, but he doesn't tell her what happens. She plays oblivious to Ethan, but knows something's up. She just can't force him to open up to her. It's a simple scene, but very powerful. I love how her face changes when she's actually hugging him, and all the worry just comes to the top. Great job. Um, Yeah, maybe, maybe, you know what? Maybe this director should do a Star Wars. I'm sure that would turn out well. Uh, but not two, not two of them. Maybe a one and a three, a one and a three in a trilogy. Maybe that'll. <laughs> no, I would. I would automatically yes. rewrite everything and have Brad Bird do it. I actually think I wrote that in the script. Hello, uh, executive producers.
0: Yeah, they're De- <laughs> they're they, they really trying to negotiate something out there. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're on the phone with the
1: writers' strike. Uh, okay. Hopefully, the executive producer telling leave. Tom Cruise he can't go
2: to space in the
1: next Mission Impossible movie. <laughs> tell, try telling Tom Cruise anything and see if you survive the night.
0: <laughs> or tell,
1: try telling him he can't do anything. And, and for whatever something. reason,
0: Tom Cruise keeps crying, keeps calling it Moonraker. I don't know why. <laughs> terrible Bond movie. I don't like
1: doing this. It's such a weird. I would have preferred to have the temporary title be Blue Harvest. Um, Daddy Morpheus interrogates Ethan for recommending Agent Ferris for duty now that she's dead. Running count of Daddy Morpheus's cool lines, as said by the legendary Laurie Fishburne. It's unacceptable. The chocolate makes you fat, but I've eaten my share. And guess what? A little fat shaming undertone in the text that i don't much appreciate but lawrence fishburne still does a magnificent job he sells it like a king uh other lines excuse me did you just throw a title at me mr musgrave god i'm not selling this at all and mr musgrave please don't interrupt me when i'm asking rhetorical questions
0: (laughs) that was was my favorite one i laughed out loud so hard when he said that because i just want to i just i want there to be a time in my life where i just Say that off the top of my head. (laughs) No.
1: You know what? The only reason I, or no, in terms of this, uh, I want to be in a place of power and have just the biggest piece of shit, like in the room, (laughs) someone who I can actually, Say that to and not worry about having a blowback, and then just use that. Just use that, at, you know, try to make it fun so they don't think I hate them. But actually, never mind. I'll be scrapping that whole plan. I'll do it with someone I don't have power over. <laughs> uh, at Agent Ferris's funeral, uh, Ethan flashbacks to the nightmare that we didn't see a montage of Agent Ferris's training. She was the first student he ever recommended for active duty or field duty. Uh, Ethan gets an anonymous call while walking away from the funeral. It was a call from Agent Ferris' post office box, and they're calling to say he got mail. Didn't know my post office would call my friends with my mail and give them access to my box, but so convenient. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even know what you were talking about. <laughs> the authorities are coming to pick you up. Right I, I wrote that down. <laughs> How did I know? <laughs> anyway, Ethan finds a microdot dot hidden under the stamp, and Luther says the microdot dot was blank. And then Luther asks Ethan if he slept with Agent Ferris. Then he says, Hey, brother, if I don't ask you, who will? Um, nobody? <laughs> <laughs> or possibly worse, is he asking Ethan so that Ethan can get his story straight? <laughs> Which also, not, not the kind of friend I want. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, they figure out the Microdot was encryp- could be encrypted magnetically, so they have to order special equipment. The Microdot will have to wait. Ethan's been nagging Luther. I don't respect you nearly enough. Remember when you used to be sweet? Can you remember that far back? That's it that I've got for now. Um, but really weird in the third one to be like, all right, I'll suddenly start... L- quite literally negging you and just doing tiny little insults uh, that are still kind of friendly. They meet Benji, a one-off character played by Simon Pegg. We'll never see him again after this film, but for the time being, Benji finds out that Davian is going to the Vatican. He's selling the rabbit's foot for $850 million, which I swear to God, Brad, is going to say is pocket change. <laughs> pocket
0: change to, to, to like a bed to bed guys that are like no! over $37 million. Ad- adopt me.
1: <laughs> for,
2: for a device that we don't know what it does, it could be literally priceless. For all yeah. we know, that could yeah. be couch coins.
0: Or it could be the ancient a god device and here we are. You just bought it, or it could be worthless. Money. We don't know. Yeah. Look, guys, I'm
1: getting a cash advance on a credit card to make rent this month before I catch up. What do you better fucking <laughs> adopt me or stop saying how little this money is? <laughs>
2: well, make no mistake, I'm broke as a joke, too. But, like, if, if this is me purely speaking from a like, if I from the, the point of view of a master criminal, I was like, well, if I was gonna sell something that could you know damage civilization, then. Give me a lot of money for it, please.
0: Eight hundred thousand. Eh, dollars don't worry about it.
2: Uh, yeah, fifty bucks, honestly.
1: Wait, just just because you said eight hundred thousand, this is eight hundred fifty million dollars. Just to be clear, oh, just see, adding the, that.
0: Okay, that's a lot of money. Okay, <laughs> I thought you were keeping up the
1: joke with million. <laughs> no, if there's thousands. Which, then
0: then but, yeah, eight hundred fifty million. That's that's a that's a touch.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm. There's also the very real possibility I may have said eight hundred fifty thousand dollars while reading. Them.
2: No, you said million. <laughs>
0: oh, okay. I mean, think about it. That's like <laughs> I one, stand by it. That's like uh, one forty-sixth of Twitter. Hmm. Wait, are you
1: talking about eight hundred thousand or
0: eight eight hundred fifty is like is forty
1: because
2: Elon bought it for way too much money. <laughs> uh,
0: you know He's what they had? Four billion. I'm just kind of rounding.
1: Yeah, you know, today. Uh, Meta announced that they're bringing a Twitter competitor to market called Threads, which is exactly the name that they had for the DM space of Instagram. And I'm only mentioning that because the second, like the second I felt, oh, they finally made a good Snapchat replacement. They changed it like a week later and then two months later they're like, We're shutting down threads. <laughs> I was like, You fools. But anyway, if anyone wants uh to go on a new Twitter with someone who's still worse, you know, probably worse than Elon. Elon's got one good thing on his resume, it, Tesla. That'll be determined <laughs> in
2: the cage match. But in the Coliseum wins, we lose yeah, in, in
1: the Rome.
0: Yep. Honestly?
2: I hope that actually happens. that would be so awesome to watch.
0: One two <laughs> men enter, one man leaves. Call it a day. Yeah. You get both of them, have them both.
1: You know what? Yeah. This Sunday I'm seeing Dead Reckoning and I'm going to see them do a really long sequence in Rome that they shot real like for real. Uh and all I'm going to be thinking is and in 8 we're going to see the cage match. <laughs> uh Ethan asks Benji what the rabbit's foot is, and Benji says, I don't know. We'll all die, though, probably. Uh, Ethan tells Benji not to tell Musgrave about Davy and going to the Vatican so that Musgrave can have deniability. Ethan goes to tell Julia he's leaving on business, and Julia asks Ethan straight up. She's afraid this whole thing has been a, li- a lie. She's smart. She just doesn't, she just hasn't guessed world's greatest spy yet. Uh, Asterisk, not counting bod for br- for bread. Uh, I don't want him to murder me in my sleep <laughs> if I call anyone bod. Uh, since he can't tell her yet, he asks her to marry him, and they do with plastic animal rings. It is cute. Then they bang like rabbits. To, friend- to reference friend- uh, Free Guy, rabbits are apex predators. All they do are hump and eat and hunt. <laughs> I don't know why I put so much gravy on the word hunt, but uh, during the, oh, wait, she hunted Ethan hunt. Okay. Uh, during Ooh. the ceremony, there's a cool shot where Julia's face is lit brightly while Ethan's is cast in shadow. Perfect. Ethan and the crew plan the Vatican heist cue the DHL product placement. Cause Ethan and Declan block traffic near Vatican city and perform horrible Italian stereotypes with the hens.
0: Um, and, and they, and he says that too, like, oh, just move your hands a lot. You don't have to speak perfectly, just move your hands a lot. <laughs> really? I'm pretty sure that was in the movie. That. Maybe maybe I'm just maybe it's my <laughs> my brain, but I'm pretty sure Ethan told him is like because he, he, 'cause I'm pretty sure the one guy was like, My my Italian's okay, it's not good. He's like, oh, just sound really mad and move your hands a lot. I'm pretty sure is what he told him in the movie. <laughs> just
2: say, "What's the matter with you?" A lot. And carry a rolling pin around.
1: <laughs> uh, then they have actors playing horrible angry Italian stereotypes, and I'm only doing that to make fun of the movie. And I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, who are suddenly familial Italian stereotypes? literally 30 seconds later, like there's no, I don't know what they did in between leaving the scene and coming back. Maybe, uh, maybe Declan Mick Irishman got a, got a few neat espressos. Uh, anyway, they, meanwhile, Ethan shorts out a camera, repels up Vatican city, play, takes a Polaroid of the landscape and leaves that there to trick the camera. First, Crazy that he took a Polaroid that is pixel perfect for the camera. But also, he does the Mission Impossible Repel and then changes into a Priest... That's why he needed the Polaroid to cover the costume that'll be on top of the wall. So basically, by nightfall, security will know something's wrong because it's a daytime shot. And funnily enough, there's a perfect position between the two back-to-back cameras that negates the need for the Polaroid altogether. Just rappel down from the middle position between the cameras and grab the magnetic disruptor thing, interrupting the camera as he slides off. Done. You could leave the suit up there in a hundred years. Someone's going to be like, yeah, I'll go fix the camera. And they'll be like, the fuck is this suit? I've heard legend of a time that a Lamborghini blew up. <laughs> Maybe this was connected to it. Uh, also, there's a cringy Humpty Dumpty line. Uh, Ethan plays a priest sneaking through the Vatican. Declan sneaks in as a security guard to let Zen lay in. Luther goes through the underground to get in. They make a mask of Davian and kidnap him. The most strenuous part is programming the Davian voice trip so Ethan can sound like him. It would be much easier if Ethan could just do perfect impersonations of extraordinarily talented legendary actors. But that's not going to happen. There's no reason I'm mentioning it. Uh, Luther tries to have another chummy chit-chat about we can't have real relationships. And Ethan in psh, mask tells, the, tells him he and Julia got married congratulations Ethan Psh, does it God everyone's going to be so confused if you're if you're already confused because I mean because uh, uh this is PSH Philip Seymour Hoffman I'm honoring Aaron every time uh, pish. <laughs> oh I should have, I guess you're, I should, you're,
2: you're, dude, you're it sounds like you're using a walkie talkie
1: I guess I should be saying pish but I'm I'm like reading it and good. it's just there's no I so my brain Honestly, I thought you
2: were doing a bit this whole time and I thought it was really funny <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that I'll keep it going. Uh, does a really good job of playing Happy Ethan and playing I'm a prick o. E. and Davian. Even just in the mannerisms, it's great. He also does ca- cathedral monkey bars at one point. Uh, Zen Le pretends to seduce Ethan. uh, Ethan's Owen Davian drives five feet before sliding down the bat pole and blowing up the car to cover their escape. So they had Ethan do an Owen Davian cosplay because if Owen's buyers knew he was grabbed, they would disappear. So instead, they make it look like Owen Davian took the $830 million and died. So that means the buyers won't disappear. Everyone understand how that doesn't make sense. Uh-huh.
2: That's how I want to go snag eight hundred thirty million dollars and die, <laughs> quote unquote.
0: <laughs> and I'm, I'm uh, pretty sure those Lamborghinis are mid have mid engines. So the, the yeah, car doesn't I've have heard. Engine.
1: I've heard the Lamborghini is pretty mid. Yeah. yeah, dude, Ferrari
2: till I die. You know what I mean? Wait, what yeah. do you actually mean?
0: <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure they're they're mid engines. They're mid like they're, the the yeah, engines are. I'm pretty sure they're not in the boot or in the uh, Oh, okay. in, the the in the middle of the car. Really? I'm pretty sure.
1: Okay. Kind of like how uh, so that, Teslas that would mean, have battery packs on the bottom instead of the front.
0: Yeah. So that would <laughs> mean that this car doesn't have an engine.
1: Yeah. Honestly, I could be wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Look, if, if this whole fake dying thing makes sense, or if you're still confused by the whole fake dying means they won't disappear. And if you're confused about the, uh, how the door opens, but the Lamborghini has an engine on the bottom. It's all classified. (laughs) So don't worry about it. It's definitely not TV logic for the, for both of these. Uh, you were
2: correct. Lamborghinis have mid engine configuration.
0: Nice. So, Uh, so so a car without an engine with, um, cool doors on the bottom that nobody sees that's got enough clearance for them to transfer back and forth and move the, um, manhole cover without anybody being seen. And not shining light through. Not <laughs> okay. We're getting there. It's and one more, the- <laughs> one more
1: question with a it's classified response. Did they leave bodies behind in the car? <laughs>
0: I didn't see any bodies And how how long did that car sit there while they're transferring back and forth to get out of the car so they can blow it up? Like, like sixty sat, seconds. They sat there for quite a while. Enough that the the security guards started getting concerned. Like, why aren't they moving?
1: Yeah Well you know they gotta switch Nope I'm not gonna make that joke But (laughs) let me just say it was gonna end With uh, Brad saying uh, Phrasing well possibly Not but it was gonna end up with uh, With the word blowy (laughs) And I thought better of it (laughs) Uh, Anyway They do a cool actor switcheroo To save money on the mask reveal Psh Starts pulling his mask from the collarbone, and Tom Cruise is there to finish the move. It's really not perfect, but still a lovely filmmaking trick. Uh, Musgrave finds out about the Owen Davian kidnapping mission, and when Daddy Morpheus asks if Musgrave was aware of the operation, remember the the, the deniability, he stands by his team and says he was. Daddy Morpheus tells him good work. Ethan tries interrogating Davian But Davian says Scientology is a scam So Ethan almost kills him I'm just kidding He threatened to kill Julia And brags about killing Asian fares Luther stops Ethan from killing Davian By literally begging him to stop And so Davian learns Ethan's name They land and put Davian in an armored truck They drive onto the bridge from Fast Five I'm sure it'll be fine Luther cracks the microdot. Uh, electronically, not like into the Spider Verse. Uh, a- Agent Ferris figured out Daddy Morpheus is a traitor working with Davian. A drone missiles a drone missiles the shit out of the Fast Five bridge. Then a helicopter of armed guards shoot at innocence. Then they break out Davian with orange toothpaste and escape. It is good action. It is good mood. It is good cinema. Tom Cruise does in I got thrown by an explosion stunt that I remember hearing stuntmen being envious of like they would have put that on their reel if they could have done it but he didn't Instead, with oh, oh and by the way the physics of that also doesn't work because it blows up behind him but he goes sideways so uh it's it's television rules like classified. given a big budget <laughs> uh,
2: physics are classified
1: <laughs> look it's scientology it's literally Scientology. Uh, and actually, I wasn't even going to mention it, but I think this is the last time I'm going to rag on Tom Cruise about Scientology. Not for some like, uh, oh, I forgot the YouTuber's name. Not for some uh, industry reason. Like, I hope to meet him and not have pissed him off. But he seems like he's being a genuinely nice guy. And I already said how he's probably ignorant of uh, the actual shit. So I'll stop ragging on him. He's mature now.
2: I will keep going.
1: and I there might be more Scientology jokes in the summary. I'll say them this time Uh, with Owen, and I support you Uh, (laughs) you. with Owen Davian out and about Ethan calls home to check in on Julia Breaking Bad Jr. picks up and reassures Ethan that that he already helped a tall creepy guy with directions to Julia. Why was a tall creepy guy? Why would why would a tall creepy guy be looking for Ethan because Breaking Bad Jr. said he didn't know where Ethan was Like, so he went to the house looking for Ethan, but Julia, uh, and then he sent the guy to Julia who might be at the hospital. But again, like they hadn't broken. uh, I'm just riffing because I think I wrote this poorly. Uh, They hadn't broken out yet. He didn't know Ethan's name yet. And, but he knows his home address and where to find Ethan. It's just really weird. Uh, Let's see. Also, if if you're talking
2: to your... Your sister's husband and you—you you are telling him that someone came to the house, like looking for her or him or whatever. Why would you describe the guy as creepy? <laughs> Just be like, "Hey, someone came to the house looking for you."
1: Wait, that's it. Did he really describe him as creepy? Because I'm not remembering.
2: Oh, I, I, that's what I thought you were saying. Oh, that no, that's me. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Okay,
1: okay, okay. Although now that you started saying that, it I'm gonna occurs. look. I'm gonna look
2: the scene up, and I'll let you know.
1: Yeah. Now but now that you started saying that it occurs to me if Breaking Bad might have. If Breaking Bad Jr didn't know where Ethan was just fucking call the hospital you could be like, oh, I'll call my sister. She might know where he is. You wouldn't say, hey, go to this hospital with actually sick people, wait in the emergency room, ask if she's available, ask if she's still there, she's on her lunch. Oh, bummer. I'll wait out for an hour to find where Ethan is. Or she's already lo- left work, gone back. What? Why? Okay, I'm actually getting a little... <laughs> like the TV logic, I've watched a lot of TV. I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's a cut corner. You're on budgets, but now the more i'm it thinking just, about that uh,
0: <laughs> yeah um but he does have a this is stemming from a really cool monologue that not monologue but like two or three lines that he says in the beginning of the movie about if if he gets free or whatever he's gonna hunt him down and um kill everybody that he loves basically yeah so he, this this is all stemming from a cool little uh dialogues section from the beginning of the movie
1: all right so i'm gonna read the last part i wrote in here uh, I said, and why does he pivot to targeting Julia? Is it because Owen Davian breaks out and is like, quote, wait, you knew it was Ethan before me and now you know where his wife is? Yo, pick that chica up. We'll kidnap her. And by the way, why is it still kidnapping for adults? Shouldn't it be adult napping? Uh, it might be classified. I definitely don't know. A crazy part might be that the tall, creepy guy smuggles Julia out under a cloth. But wouldn't there be a natural be natural checkpoints in hospitals like there's more security in a hospital than you might think I, my daughter goes a lot <laughs> and there are you really need to show your ID to get through certain checkpoints um, even steals a car and speeds toward the hospital where she gets kidnapped Psh, calls from Julia's phone. You can always tell someone's character by the way they treat those they don't need to treat well. And I I, I actually love that line. Uh, also, Ethan has 48 hours or Julia dies. Then the IMF arrests Ethan for slaying the scene of the o- Owen Davian escape. The detective from Psych is here. He does a great job running and gets caught when he decides to run on top of a car. Sounds like his, I won't use, cover flip from the last movie. Ethan is strung up like Hannibal Lecter. Daddy Morpheus says, What I will lose sleep over, and I love my sleep. Uh, just another line. Um, it also, I bullshit you not. I will bleed on the flag to make sure the stri- stripes stay red. Uh, you do you. Buddy <laughs> my instructions to Ethan. Oh, yesterday was Fourth of July, by the way. fireworks show it was nice. Uh,
2: Happy America, everybody!
1: Happy America! Watch Team America World Police. <laughs> to all my Americans out there, whether you're in the U, in the states, in Canada, Mexico, or in the southern USA,
2: <laughs> we're all part of one big team: Team America. <laughs>
0: Uh, so, I hope everybody also oh, everybody in England had fun working yesterday.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Freaking tea-drinking losers.
2: <laughs> um, Jesus. I scene, Aaron Paul did not describe him as creepy. He just said, hey, did your friend find you? And he's like, friend, what are you talking about? He's like, I don't know, just some English guy. That was <laughs> gotcha. it.
1: Uh, I don't remember if it's Sam Adams or some other beer company, but there were like four or five... six years ago they had uh the guy oh what's his name i forget his name but they also had like zachary quinto and anna uh anna fairs no i'm pitch perfect anna Uh, anna kendrick Kendrick. Kendrick. doing this beer thing and one guy i I feel so bad for Blink his name right now but he's british and he does this whole ad and at one point he's like uh Talking about the 4th of July, and he's like, it's like your girlfriend broke up with you and has been celebrating every year for 400 years. <laughs> it really gets my goat, but, and then it, it, it was a whole if we won campaign where they're pitching how great America would be if the British were still in charge. It's like, you could have a royal family. Sure, you pay a little more in tax, but who could put a price on that? Um, anyway, it was a great campaign. Everyone should check it out. Uh, Ethan, wait no, Buddy Buddy Musgrave mouths instructions to Ethan and slips him a lockpick, and Ethan can read lips. Musgrave is a great friend boss. Ethan breaks out of his restraints and fights the four guards in the elevator, then scales the elevator shaft. Daddy Morpheus directs all security magnificently, and then Daddy Morpheus hears his own voice over the walkie-talkies. It turns out that Ethan Hunt can do a perfect impression of a legendary actor, but isn't that black voice? Like Blackface, we'll move on.
0: Um, so, so backing up to um, him reading lips, I thought that was really well done yeah. where where he was still talking and still making sentences, but mouthing different words. Um, so I thought that was really, really tricky. Something that tied back into the beginning of the movie that if you didn't remember that Ethan was reading lips in the beginning of the movie, obviously we've seen these movies a couple times, so we kind of understand um and know what we need to know but i thought it was really well done to do that and it was really tricky i'm sure it's probably really hard to do as an actor to do that um because i'm sure they voiced over his one his lines but you still have to mouth the words wait that's what they did (laughs) i would assume so i mean i can't imagine that he was because there was a couple points where he was talking and and mouthing i really gotta get
1: I gotta rewatch this. I thought it was just he said something, paused, and then like went. You know what I mean? But if that's, I'm pretty
0: pretty sure there was a section there that he was talking and mouthing. All right, I'm excited.
1: Damn it, I gotta watch this in that again. I mean, it's a treat. (laughs) (laughs) But Um, I've watched it so
0: much recently. (laughs) And then the voice of Lawrence Fishburne over the walkie-talkie was probably one of the strips. I don't know if he had one of the strips or not, but one of the voice strips. Oh, Uh, I didn't see him. I didn't see him pull it off either to my remember, um, to my remembrance here. But um, I mean, they, he has, his buddy has a voice strip of him in the last movie. The other, the fellow agent has Ethan Hunt's voice. So there's no reason why they couldn't have Lawrence Fishburne's um, voice. And then then they, uh, and then do radio or the tape, of the walkie talkie or zip tie, the walkie talkie open the line open. So that way he couldn't talk back and then puts it by the radio. It was hilarious too.
1: They really needed to, I, all right, that's my head cannon now, but they really needed to do that. Like peel it off and then show him putting it on the thing <laughs> instead of getting a zip tie. <laughs> that would have made everything perfect for me. Um I really th- Okay, that's just my headcanon now, because believing that Ethan Hunt can do a perfect Lawrence Fishburne impression is ridiculous. (laughs) Um, Then Hunt blocks the entire IMF walkie-talkie system by holding down the transmit button, and instead of leaving it somewhere quiet so as to not draw attention, he leaves it next to a radio. It's a groovy song, so why wouldn't that immediately draw attention? Um, Definitely a TV move, De- or definitely like uh, Across the Spider Verse, where it's like you shouldn't say that you drew a bunch of people away from the spoilers. Spoiler, you got just skip 10 seconds. The uh, No Way Home or the Way Home Machine. All right, Aaron, have you not seen Across the Spider Verse? Not yet. What I've seen, it I really before. want to, but I haven't what? yet. But I've seen it six times I'm going to see it a seventh You gotta well, Give me one of your times then I can't got plenty of them. IT. It's AMC A-list <laughs> Get AMC A-list though It's like 22 bucks uh, I have no money Well that's <laughs> what I'm saying For 22 bucks You can see three movies every week for no, uh, no, And they can be IMAX, Dolby I mean one Dolby ticket's like eighteen ninety nine. So seriously if you're going to see it Just get the A-list <laughs> It's ridiculous um, Alright Alright Anyway, uh, Ethan secret agents his way to Shanghai. That, that's what it was, Shanghai. With practical makeup effects and a Czech accent, he meets the team in Shanghai and decides to swing from buildings to unsubtly break in and steal the rabbit's foot. There's a cool sequence that ends with Ethan almost getting a face full of car, and then there's a decent car chase where Ethan loses cell signal. Lame. Get 5G. It has a cool end with Ethan hanging out of the car to shoot his gun like a cool guy. All the cool moments in the film go to Tom Cruise. Uh, he calls Ethan Owen in five seconds before midnight, which begs the question, who cares when he lies about having the rabbit's foot? He could have just instructed them to call on his behalf if he doesn't come out. Like It's not a video call. He doesn't have to send a anyway Or make the call before going into the building. I, I don't know. Um, Hell, just give somebody the voice. Uh, Ethan's. No, whatever. Uh, Ethan goes solo to be voluntarily drugged by the tall, creepy guy. On drugs, he has the beginning of a sex dream. And talented extra get... Why did I write that? (laughs) Okay.
0: (laughs) It's very important.
1: (laughs) and Talented Extra gives Ethan Hunt a nose job. This scene plays out the same, but edited down, Julia dies. The crew gets detained by Daddy Morpheus. Surprise! Buddy Musgrave is there. It's complicated. He basically says they did a play to prove Ethan brought them the real thing, Uh, and this wasn't really Julia. It was Damien's head of security because she failed him.
2: Failed, failed to protect him at the party.
1: Yeah, like, okay, sorry she believed it was you telling... She's not allowed in the men's restroom. <laughs> oh, wait! Honestly, the... Oh, wait, he doesn't know that the bodyguard came in. How did he know she? Uh, she's had a security? Whatever. Um, Musgrave blows his own cover because he had the jitters. And his friend things he's done now are clear, but... All right, basically all the friendly things that he did that we were like, "Oh, he's like helping out." I I actually love how subtle it was that it worked perfectly for this twist. Him taking uh taking responsibility for the mission that he didn't know about seemed like such a cool boss. You know what? Uh maybe JJ Abrams knows the people cuz I've never had uh 100% great bosses except maybe this current job I've had. So maybe he was like, "You know what? everyone would love to see a supportive boss ha trick it doesn't exist (laughs) fuck you (laughs) um ethan gets musgrave to call julia he knows it's her because she remembers the lake where they first met lake wanako and uh i'm not saying we're gonna see that lake later on in the series uh then ethan bites musgrave into unconsciousness and breaks out Wait, yeah that is what he did he bit him so hard he, he went unconsciously i think he like hit him in the face with his own head anyway Ethan calls benji and benji find out where julie is he guides ethan on one of the longest Tom cruise runs to get her he saves her and kills owen davian but the small explosive in his head has been activated julian needs to kill him with electricity to short of the bound. and after shooting one goon and musgrave brings ethan back t- by doing cpr with the classic you come back because i'm dramatically punching your chest finale move bet tom cruise made her actually crack his chest bone um seriously how the hell would they do that
2: uh, I'll beat the shit out of him, I guess.
1: <laughs> Ethan starts telling. <laughs> uh, during the part where Owen Davian is beating on Ethan, there's a weird edit where psh, punches Ethan and Julia. F- Julia's face flies like it was hit. Just throwing that out there. Uh, Ethan starts telling Julia about him and the impossible mission. Force then retires. He asks Daddy Morpheus with a rabbit foot and was and daddy Morpheus promises to tell him if he doesn't retire how does his this IMF work rent space in CIA in one film have a global team of spies and two in two with mobile bosses who are shady and this wait let me re- let me just say that again because I didn't deliver it well. Uh, how does this IMF work? In the first one, they rent out space in the, in Langley, and then in the second one, they've got a global team of spies, international, with mobile bosses, shady bosses who just like pop up out of anywhere. And then this one, they rent out of like a huge office space and has bureaucracy. Very inconsistent. Very excited to see when it all comes together.
2: I just want to point out on the previous times on the show where i have said the the term impossible mission force i was joking and i didn't realize that that was actually (laughs) going to be the name of that and when he said it in the movie i laughed very hard i was like no way but very
1: good
0: Can can we think of a worse spy spy name okay imf what does imf stand for impossible mission for so It's just like,
2: mm, all right. <laughs> what I'm movie th- are you going to use that for? Mission impossible.
0: I like it. Uh, <laughs> all right. Who's five in here. What does IMF stand for?
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and then the last part of the, uh, the plot is the fact that Simon Pegg has ninth billing behind Tom Cruise, psh, Ving Rhames, Billy Crudup, Michelle Monaghan, Jonathan Riss Myers, Carrie Russell, and Maggie Q the fact that more of those names are off the list in all the sequels than on it and Simon Pegg is the one who like, yeah, put me in ninth again. Uh, Try to. (laughs) Maybe it was
2: based on screen time.
1: Maybe. I mean, at the time he, uh, he was in here because JJ Abrams was a fan of either the TV show spaced or he had just come out with Shaun of the dead. Um, But yeah, Cool. Uh, what's ne- uh, we've got the 420 review and then we've got rankings. So guys, got your 420 reviews? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, actually, Aaron, what shirt are you wearing? <laughs> 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 I did not intend to do this. I was just Always like to there. I man. was Over just <laughs> <in the West. laughs> I was who were the Sith. I was just like, I've worn it enough times. It's going to be dirty if I wear it now.
2: Uh, you know what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then I, I love it. All right, so 420 reviews. Who's got them? And go ahead, go first. Go and ahead. Everyone okay. can j- o- Can add their own 420 review by going over to MoviesAreDope.com and catching these with no trailers.
2: All right, here we go. Peg Fishburne and Hoffman. Explosives in people's heads villain hit by van tom cruise technically dies this movie was fun <laughs>
0: all right um mine was a chance to win mexico trip top gun nope it's family hey it's the winchester guy i'll send you a postcard
1: all right i was writing it while listening to you. <laughs> 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 so mine is jj makes mission ethan hunt gets married Team is half cringe. Uh, Seriously, alias made mission. Lot better. than remember, I'll fix. (laughs) And uh, now we've got rankings. Is there anything I'm skipping? Feel like I'm skipping something.
2: I don't believe so, because I think the rest are just ranking because we have a lot of stuff to rank usually. Yes, sir.
1: Okay, so then, because I did not do what I said I would be doing, or let me uh, let me present this. Do, do 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 entire screen. Boop boop.
0: Do 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 do. <laughs>
1: There is something I could have joked about in this episode, but Brad hasn't seen Indiana Jones. I'm assuming Aaron hasn't either.
2: Not the, not the new one, though, not yet. All
1: right. All right. Uh, what was first? Bad Guy Rinkathon? Haircut? Haircut's last. Yeah, bad guys first, and we've got to do the uh, the intros. But I did not make it. And yes, you can see I didn't. Uh, I didn't update. I <laughs> didn't update. Ah, shoot! This. So and, right and now,
0: you still yeah. got the you still got the title bar uh, yeah, mission rewatch. Thank you, re-watch.
1: sir. Thank you, sir.
0: That, that was number two. For a bit.
1: So remind me, last time uh, Ambrose is above Phelps and Kittredge. Yes, I Excuse
0: believe so. I
2: think so.
1: Okay, so. Who thinks that uh, Dr. Manhattan, Twist Villain, and Psh, well, Psh, with Dr. Manhattan, Twist Villain, is better than Phelps and Kittredge? All right, you both think it? All right, I wasn't thinking if I think, let me think. Are they better? Phelps, Seymour, Hoffman, better than? Yeah, yeah, I'll agree. All right, so uh, who thinks that this combo is better than Ambrose? I actually have to think about that. I, you know, mm.
2: better actor. Yes. I don't know if he's a better villain. I don't think so.
0: He does have a cool little monologue thing in the beginning and then, but he gets caught right away. And mm. then um, he does kind of steal time Cruise's wife and stuff.
2: And his, his end is very anticlimactic. He just gets hit yeah. by a car. Like, eh, I don't know. Yeah.
0: I'm okay, I'm okay putting in my number 2 slot. All right. Yeah.
1: I I was going I didn't want to interrupt, but I'm actually going to say I thought he was better only because um uh the twist. Ooh. I've not I actually can't remember a better twist villain not in terms of who the villain was, but in terms of all the hints. You know, like in a murder mystery, you obviously can go back and be like, "Oh, here are all the clues," but that's li- that's because we're hiding a bunch of clues in a haystack, <laughs> like mm-hmm. just individual pieces of straw. But this is like it—it's so perfectly flipped. So I'll just say it—it's—it uh, doesn't mean anything me saying that. But so, all right. Uh, well,
0: you're wrong, Colonel Sanders.
1: <laughs> I don't remember what reference I'm supposed to be understanding right now what okay <laughs> um all right so at this point we've got ambrose uh we've got psh slash dr Manhattan. now we've got phelps kittredge uh and next we've got uh we're gonna be ranking the intros so i'll just be replacing this in the edit but at this point we've got mission impossible 2 as the best uh title sequence Not intros, title sequence. Uh, We've got Mission Impossible 1 as second best. Who thinks this one, which I would describe as Mission Impossible 2, but with none of the pictures, just very... This is actually the most television version of the movie, I'd say. Uh, Who thinks it's better than Mission Impossible 1?
2: I would say so, just because it's not like a full trailer and like shows you the whole movie. I mean, it's, it's shorter and it's just, you know, people's names, but
1: I'm so fat. Wait, do you guys really not like the trailer thing? Like I've just been joking about it this whole time. I mean, it's it's
2: fine for the time when it came out, but I don't know. I think as they come out, like more of them come out, it just kind of sticks out.
1: I'm just saying this here so everyone can delight in my pain. But if, if uh, two and three are at the top of this list by the end, I'm gonna be <laughs> so shocked. I'm like, what? Because <laughs> I—that's I, just not how I expect it. But I'm—I'm I'm gonna enjoy it. Uh, cool, Brad. Were you gonna say something? Nope. All right. All right. Next is second to last is. Sh- 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 let me come on. Open up. Open up there we go, uh, is the movie ranking. We have Mission Impossible 2 in number one, Mission Impossible 1 in number two, and now for three. Who thinks this movie is better than Mission Impossible 1? I'm going to say if it wasn't for that excellent Langley heist, this would this would not have been as close. But so far, the Langley heist for me is like the best sequence of the bunch there's nothing in this that really
0: uh really does better but not not the uh vatican heist
1: <laughs> that that one actually is very interesting because it's all like the majority of that let me put it this way it was very interesting seeing a heist sequence where 95 of the heist was just preparing or getting t- into place but i thought it still worked it's just yeah this this is definitely where jd abrams uh uh, TV stuff comes in like one heist is all preparation. And then we heist at the end. Another heist, we were out in the van and we don't get to see Ethan doing it. And yeah. Uh, and then finally the most important one, uh, according to light the fuse podcast. Come on, click it open. There we go. The haircut rankathon. We've got in number two, uh, mission impossible one in number one, mission impossible two who thinks this not as an insult but more standard haircut is better than mission impossible one okay uh who thinks this relatively standard haircut uh, all due respect is better than mission impossible 2's haircut i i might say yes uh you know what i i know ghost protocol is going to outdo all of this so i'll just say yes <laughs> stop. <laughs> Leave it air and stop leaving Aaron. hey best haircut co- oh wait all right now we're done with the ranking but we got a spicy take in the comments no that's not true. Is mission impossible one you know what i wish i had given a little more respect to mission impossible one when we were ranking it last time not to say that we were wrong because i don't think we were ultimately but i don't think it's terrible it doesn't make me think of like it, if it was like a skinhead Haircut. Then I. It's it's close. Like I don't know. It's just
2: my thing is like he like. There's a part where he like brushes his hands through his hair, and his hair looks no different after (laughs) he touches it, which I don't like. And then Mission Impossible Two, it was just too long. It's just opposite sides of the spectrum. Ah, it was was beautiful. Don't get me wrong, but it was just too long. He (laughs) looked too much like the villain.
0: Skater boy. He was he was (laughs) the long hair. Don't care.
1: Yeah, I'll stick with what I said, but I think I'm very 50-50 between two and three. Like it, it could depend on the day. Um yeah. All right. Uh okay. Hear me out. Yeah.
2: They do we we figure out like, you know, like there's the there's the short Tom Cruise hair, there's the long Tom Cruise hair. I might have figured out a solution to the hair problem. Ghost Pro. They in. do a future <laughs> mission <laughs> impossible movie where Ethan Hunt gets cancer from like having that thing in like his head. Right. And it's called, and he goes bald and it's called remission impossible.
1: Only if the team behind 50-50 do it. Otherwise, it's gonna be horrible. And cancel anything.
2: <laughs> Honestly, I thought of the joke Remission Impossible near the start of the show, and I've been waiting to say it.
1: <laughs> Just bury it. Bury it. There's when a no moment one looks if it, you, if
2: people want to watch it back, there's a moment where like my eyes get big and then I like turn and start <laughs> to giggle to myself. So you could probably find that moment. <laughs> the fact that nobody laughed makes me think it's that much funnier. (laughs) It's so (laughs)
1: cringe. Look, there there are a thousand ways that the movie 5050 could have been made in poor taste, and there's one way that they did it well the same applies to that pitch <laughs> a thousand ways that Tom
2: Cruise legitimately gives himself cancer for the movie
1: <laughs> no alright now we've gone over the line what? we're gonna, we're he gonna actually have it we're gonna respect <laughs> no no that's the bad version of Tropic Thunder <laughs> that's the that's the indefensible there's an argument to defend Tropic Thunder that's the actual bad one if it was real All right, so there your one, I'm gonna show off the fact that I had this ready two weeks ago and I forgot <laughs> about it even now. <laughs> 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 and also your mission to like or rate this in five, four, three, two, one. And if you didn't do either of those, I hope you dropped a prime in Aaron's chat or followed over at twitch.tv Forward slash movies are dope. That's where all review will always be, or you can watch it ad free at movies dot com. If I'm not forgetting anything, this is the end. And now it's time for everyone to say their names and say their goodbyes. I'm Brian at Movies Are Dope. Bye bye now. Oh shit, uh, shit! I actually cribbed Brad's. <laughs> fuck. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh,
0: I'm, I'm actually Brad
1: embarrassed.
0: A, I'm Brad at Brad F nine one two.
2: <laughs> <Aaron>. <laughs> and I am Aaron. And uh your mission should you ju- wait? Hang on. This,
0: this video will
2: self destruct in five, four, three, Brad, two. I'll one. say it.
1: <laughs> Still oh, say it now that's the real thing. <laughs> that's the real deal. Bye everybody. Thank you so much. Let's check out the comments right at the, at the end. Uh, I'll level with you. Mission impossible Two haircut is the word. Oh my God. Brad is going to find that's you. Take. He's going to find a, you. That's hot. <laughs> uh,
2: crafty coming in with the hottest takes. Man. Okay.
1: He he's coming in to support you, Aaron. Cause he said he has oh, to yeah. be involved the rest my of the boy. series after that, though. He's looking out for you. And then, not. I mean,
2: his wife's a nurse. It would work out perfect.
1: Oh yeah. Sorry, crafty. I'm not monetized. I meant follow. <laughs>
2: I didn't. I can okay, ignore him.
1: That's a nice <laughs> say. No, I like. I like the vibes. All right, bye everybody. We'll see you next week, Wednesday, seven thirty p.m. Florida time.
0: Florida. Or, did-
1: <laughs>